our friend are now locked into growing up British. Grownish, smartish, British. We are British, apparently. Uh-huh. Guys, we're back. It's Sunday. Hello, hello, hello. Cheese, cheese, cheese. If y'all thinking, who are these people? Mm. Well, um, this is Growing Up Brits Ish. I need someone to emphasize the Ish with me. Ish. <laughs> so my name's Heba. I'm Fizz. And I'm CK. And we are here on your airwaves every two to four on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And we talk about everything, pretty much anything and everything with a cultural twist. And uh, this week we're going to be talking about who wants to share the topic for the first day for the first half. So our first topic today is about BBLs and cosmetic surgery in general. But yes. we'll start off with BBLs, and we got a little bit of uh, info from you guys. We did a little bit of stat finding in the background, um, and then our next topic will be about saving money and finances growing up. <laughs> so yeah, it'll be good to see what you lot have to say. Feel free to hit us up on the number, which is... 07951-497-878. So I'll repeat that one more time. That's 07951-497-878. We want to know your views. We want to know what you feel about cosmetic surgery. Would you do it yourself? Would you get with someone who actually does cosmetic surgery? Are there limits to this? Um, in the meantime, to keep it in tune <laughs> with the theme, we're going to play uh, some mix a lot. So we kept it clean in the studio. Just as, a bit. As much as we wanted to. We had to hold it down. Um, so yeah, so we're, today we're talking about cosmetic surgery. Would we do it ourselves? Would you actually be happy with someone else to do it? Um, so we want to know your views. Firstly, guys, uh, Fizz, how are you doing today? Because I uh, am <laughs> broken. <laughs> Hebs took me to the gym yesterday. Uh-huh. <laughs> I haven't been in months, guys. I don't know who else is, is on the same flex, but lockdown just turned me into a real potato. I've just gained weight. I've lost all my strength. So I went with Hebs yesterday morning. Yeah, yeah. And died. Death wish. It, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it that bad? Is no, it that bad? it's a good pain. But okay. my body is aching. I'm an old lady. I mean, really? Baby girl, we're going to do this right now on the airways. <laughs> You're grownish. I'm grownish. I'm grownish. grown-ish. You're grownish. This is it. This is it. Not an old lady. I'm grownish. But I've got aches and pains today. Yeah. But otherwise, I'm feeling good. That That's a good owl. thing, though. It means you put in work, though. That means I put yes. some work yeah. in here. Yes. I mean, you saw, you saw the state of my face. <laughs> it was very red. <laughs> yeah. But this was like, I don't sweat. I don't know why. It's been a very long time since I lost it. I was like, yeah, you're you like, going to sweat today, girl. It's about to go down that's exactly what happened yeah literally I'm glad I'm glad you uh, enjoyed it, it and I'm glad you're in pain okay <laughs> what, what's the gym saying you know what I haven't seen my gym in like two weeks but we thank God um, <laughs> do you know what's funny I love the way you even, it up <laughs> even on the way here today shout out my boy Derek my boy called me and was like bro we need to get back on this gym thing so me I'm going back tomorrow morning Listen, you've Thanks been, you've been saying this about keto for but like Derek, two Derek months. wasn't involved. Derek's a very oh, wait, serious wait. guy. All right, cool. So Derek's now taking Derek's you to the gym. Now Derek's involved, I have no choice. Is he dragging you to the gym? 
No, but he's actually you no. Know, he lives. He lives like in Stanmore Harrow, but he's gonna come to a gym near me. Okay. So I have no choice. Okay, but yeah, okay. we're gonna get it, man. We're gonna get it. All right. So I want to know um, personally: Would any of you guys do cosmetic surgery if given an opportunity to? I think I'll go first because that's quite straightforward. I actually wouldn't. All right. I really wouldn't. I've never been a fan of anything. Let's call it artificial. Anything that's not natural. So for me, I can't imagine myself. Uh huh. Yeah. Nah. All right. So, <laughs> nah. so my follow my follow up question to you before All we go right, over right. to Fizz. Yeah. Uh, see your hairline, yeah. Cool. See, <laughs> see if it starts slipping back, like starts uh-huh. moonwalking. Yeah. And it's kind of leaving the door. Yeah. Are you going to turn bold or are you going to start using other ways? Because you're not going to be that uncle that embraces the separation. Let's like, be real. Moses, Let's it? be real. No one wants to embrace the Moses, <laughs> the Moses and the Red Sea effect. <laughs> but firstly, if, you're, if I'm being real, what mm-hmm. I would do is look up remedies. Like, see how people talk about castle oil being good for yeah, hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll look that up. I'll try that. If that doesn't work, then I'll just shave off the whole thing and I'll start wearing hats because... <laughs> Like, I don't know, like, I couldn't, nah, nah, I couldn't. But then again, maybe in the situation, <laughs> it might be I different. But speaking now, I couldn't, man. Because he was too quick to say no. Nah, so I thought, do you know what? He's not giving it much, you, like... You know why it's not a big thing for me? Because he's got a beard. genetically, Go on, yeah. men in my family don't lose hair. Okay, but have you looked at your mum's side? So basically, you inherit the hairline from your uncle's side right. and your mum's side. Well, this is it. For example, both of my mum's brothers have their hair. Okay, my dad best. still has his hair and no. they're all over the age of 45, 50. So maybe if they were all bold, I'll be like, right, I need to start looking for someone to pattern my thing. But no, yeah, man, yeah. I think I'm quite good. We think, thankfully, in it. All right, cool. Fizzy. Genetics. We'll see. Time. Yo, hey, you see what she's looking at me? She's like, she's like, I hope this guy's hair goes you know so she can go back in his way. You know, she's looking at you doing some juju magic this whole time. She's, like, she's watching you go, uh huh. Mm-hmm, we'll we'll see. see about your hairline, boy. I need some of those jeans, those no, hairlines. Look at you, man. <laughs> no, I, I'll introduce you to my cousin. Got good jeans, man. Right. Yeah. What about yourself, Fizz? Would you do anything? So, I used to be, as a very young teenager, adult, I used to be against plastic surgery and any sort of cosmetic enhancements because. I guess those kind of things felt like they were only available to celebrities because of the cost factor. Right. But now that things are a bit more affordable, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually would mm-hmm. consider cosmetic surgery. Ooh, so you're saying like basically the reason why you now consider it's more affordable and... It's more accessible. accessible. Yeah, and I feel like more and more people are actually having cosmetic surgeries the, mm-hmm. um, procedures done because yeah. it helps boost their confidence so I, yeah. Yeah, I get that there are a few there's a minority of people who it, it affects their mental health in a really negative way mm-hmm. and yeah, you know we'll there's body dysmorphia body dysmorphia and tongue tie that's the Bengali in me coming out guys I can't speak English you know what I'm so glad I'm so glad you said more affordable reason being yeah I remember having a conversation with someone once and she said to me uh I'm gonna, you know, go and get a boob job. And I said, Raw, why? Oh, because I don't like my boobs, this is that. So she went and got it done, cool. She said, Oh, but I'll never do any other surgery again. I said, Fine. Six months later, she came back, Oh, I want to go and get lipo. And I was like, But you said you weren't going to do yeah. it again. And I said, I said, So hold on, so forget the boob job. I said, This liposuction, how much is this costing you? She said, Five grand. I said to her, Listen, yeah, one of my brethren is a very good PT. Pay him a grand. Trust me. 
he will get your body where you want it to exactly. be. Nah, but nah, I'm just not happy. I was like, all right, cool, but you'll be more satisfied knowing you got this yourself. And also so, your insides will be healthier. Well, this is it. So when we talk about money, do you reckon people... Do you reckon? Do you reckon it's really about mental health, or do you reckon it's about accessibility? Because I know you can get finance on this stuff now. It's real. You, know? you get, yeah. you know you get a holiday I mean? package. Well, yeah, well, you, no, can, well, you can it. get meet and greed in a hotel, <laughs> spa <laughs> treatment. No, 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 you're laughing. I swear to God, <laughs> there, it comes packages. with a full package. It's called medical yeah. tourism, but it shows you. That, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's them. Okay, but with that gracing, I want to know first yes. from you. With breakfast and dinner, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, no, for real, for real, like spa, massage. But we move one second. I definitely would, and I have. I've had something done. I was going to say, drum roll, please. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't think CK's noticed, though. CK, if you can think she's done one thing, what would it be? Today's Sunday, I'm a child of God. Oh, here we go. You get me? (laughs) I don't know, but look. Okay, so this is under the (laughs) umbrella. No, you're telling me to check. Let me check. Look me up and down. Um, Okay, so this is under the umbrella cosmetic surgery. So this includes fillers. Okay. Teeth, anything eyebrows, teeth, eyebrows, okay. anything, anything cosmetic. What smile. do you think I've had done? Smile. <laughs> <laughs> you actually have a really nice smile. No, she she really teeth. I was about to say teeth. teeth. She's got banging teeth. Was it your teeth? <laughs> so I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Well, I, I mean, mean mm, we'll, we'll cover. But go on, yeah. continue. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> He's proper watching you. Like he's head proper to watching. He's you like, got that BBL, didn't you? And he's trying no, to do it. Hilarious. No. This is all gr- it's homegrown. It's, it's all, all homegrown. homegrown. Okay. It's all that rice that I've been eating. Oh, thank <laughs> God for rice and meat. Oh God, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. Go on. I have had my lips done. I have lip filler done. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Could you tell though? All right. Okay, this is gonna sound silly, yeah, but I didn't know that counted as cosmetic surgery. It does. You're, thought, pe- you're enhancing I, your lips. I thought imagine. that was just a thing that you go to the salon, the beautician, they just do it, and you walk out, and you go back in six months. I didn't know that was a permanent. <laughs> is that a permanent fix? It's, I mean, there's lip implants, which is a permanent fix. Right. Okay. Fillers okay, okay. are dissolvable over time. Okay. So, cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was something that lasts for like a couple of weeks. No, I. So the last time I had my lips touched yeah. up was over a year ago. Oh. So that counts as cosmetic surgery? Enhancement. Enhancement. Yeah. Cosmetic enhancement. Can we do definitions now? So basically, I'm watching a program on Netflix at the moment. And um, there's this basic, it's really nice. It's about people who've gone through um, challenging times in life and Mm -hmm. they have all these scars or they have something wrong with their body and they're trying to rectify it. So there's surgery, cosmetic surgery, and then there's ones that aren't under the knife. So the stuff you can do, like treatments, laser treatments, there's other things that you could do potentially. They all work. And they all fall yeah. under that same umbrella because effectively you're paying money to perfect something, fix something. Because um, like, I always thought for something to be surgical, it's something that is going to be permanent. No, surgical just means you're going to be using a knife or something. Okay. You're, you're physically altering by lifting, altering, touching, yeah, yeah, moving. Yeah. Whereas I can be doing laser hair removal yeah. without Which is surgical. non-invasive surgery. But well. it's non-invasive cosmetic yeah it's a cosmetic thing yeah okay so fizz Mm. would you do any other surgery if given opportunity Mm. i would do a bbl would you i would do a bbl really i just want to you know you've got the potential to i know i just hit the mic (laughs) the only time that i would consider doing the bbl is number one if if my finances are straight cool so i wouldn't want to put myself in debt yes to uh please don't ever, ever no it's just not worth it and number two health concerns there's been quite a few reported cases of things going horribly wrong for 
for people who have undergone BBL surgeries and you know it's really really scary yeah and number three if all other things that I've tried have failed to give me the results that I want yeah because I feel like there's certain things like yeah you, you know getting a PT living a healthy life doing gym you know all of that there's only so much that can take your body it will take your body really really far by the way I'm not I'm not undermining you know why I that. like that because you you're being honest I'm yeah, being very, very you're honest. being honest and you're also saying that you would look at other things beforehand you're not just jumping into the yeah BBL you're, you know I, I respect that still yeah. I feel as if it's nearly for me I feel like it's nearly used as a shortcut and I I'm think a, a lot of people I'm do. a big fan of like success stories mm. so if I see a picture and someone's like oh this was me before this was me before and this is me now yeah I'm always just like raw like this is actually really lit like you did so well but I guess I think it will be less satisfying if someone just jumps on a on a on a you know surgeon's table or chair yeah. bed whatever and, and just their you know what I mean nice it's just, I'm just not a fan of it personally one of the other things that I would consider is you know when when you lose large amounts of weight and you yeah. have a lot of loose skin like that is something that I would definitely 100% consider so things like tummy tucks or basically anywhere where an excess of skin is removed because okay. you've worked so hard to get you know down to a healthy weight if you yeah. are very very unhealthily very big, yeah. big. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just feel like there's a lot of people who have really negative views about cosmetic surgery because it's under the umbrella of cosmetic surgery they yeah. see as excess skin removal or something really negative mm. but I think actually what that is going to do is improve the quality of life for that person because they're no longer being held down by this excess skin it's that's true. getting in the way that's it's preventing true. them from working out properly and one thing I don't dismiss is, is, the, is the mental aspects of it Yeah, because I do understand that there might be people who might not be able to even you know go outside because they're not happy with the way that they look so i think i I think that's a different thing so there's a difference between us being um fixated on perfection because we're under Mm. social media pressures and then there's real real insecurities where for example um i might have god forbid been in a car accident and i have a massive scar on my face Mm. or um i don't know i had breast cancer and i had to remove something and therefore my breasts aren't right so stuff like that i understand because it really affects your mental health but i feel like the deeper mental health issues where you're fixating on instagram women who don't exist they've, they've been airbrushed they've been edited oh, they've, they've been Preach they have heads. sugar daddies who do the most for them do you know what i mean like <laughs> that's not our reality and they're not even happy we, we we look at this this idea of happiness on social media because they have so many likes and so many sponsors and so many whatever but deep down the min- the reality is the minute you start doing surgery in my eyes you like you like your friend mm. you start doing one thing thinking all right this is going to resolve my matter mm. but then you start fixating something else it's then true. you find a better offer then you find actually do you know what I can get a deal go to Turkey and do this and this and that because you don't view do... your body as this drawing board that you can Literally. just draw on and change whenever you don't feel happy about it no exactly and yeah. personally for myself I would never do surgery I'd like to hope not um, unless I really needed to so like for example like I said if there's been yeah. a, an unfortunate situation mm-hmm. where I feel like I have to do it got you um but I just feel like because I know myself and I know I'll probably fixate and start finding other stuff because I know my insecurities I know I'm not happy about myself 100% but I keep just going do you know what Heather you're blessed mm. you're blessed because there's some people who don't have this there's some people who don't have that and we're here being extra about minor things like our lips aren't that full enough like I don't like my lips I think my lips could be fuller yeah. I think my ears can be pinned back I think you know <laughs> my, my thighs could be smaller like there's so much stuff there's, there's loads of things there's yeah. so many but things where do we start and stop yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, one of the, 
the questions that I asked on my Insta, I actually got a really nice response right, um, from one of my friends. She said, when I asked the question, mm. would you or would you not consider surgery? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She said no. And the reason why she said this is because my issues with myself are mental rather than physical. Mm. Correct. And that is... That encapsulates yeah. <laughs> great minds, great minds. Wow! And I thought that was a really lovely response because when we strip away our physical insecurities, a lot of it you realise it's, it's in your mind. It really is in your mind, but, but it's real. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's because body dysmorphia, mm-hmm. mental health are pretty much the money making opportunity for most cosmetic surgeries because everyone that walks into that room says, "I'm not happy about myself. I can't go out. I can't do this because I don't like myself. I don't love myself." When actually, we need to work on loving ourselves. Self love is a massive, massive thing. Like if we just spent two minutes to reflect and write down all the goodness about ourselves yeah. versus all the negative stuff, you'll find that actually you're very blessed. And this is something that you need to just work on internally rather than thinking actually by me getting my hairline or by me doing this or by me doing that suddenly I'm going to feel confident the reality is we won't feel confident it's not like when I lost six stones I thought right I'm going to be the happiest girl in the world I still think I'm a fat girl Mm. ask every single person who knows me goes yes Heather makes fat jokes all the time I'm a fatty bum bum because in my head I'm still (laughs) a fat girl you know it is I feel like that's because you know where you want to be and I feel as if you know I'm going to digress a little bit here but I was reading this um, book one time called Live With Passion Mm. by Anthony Robbins and what he said was that the most successful people always know when to realise and recognise that they're actually doing well and I thought as if we're in a society where everyone's always looking for the next big, big thing and what's the next move, but no one's actually, you know, acknowledging where they're at right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you're saying, what was it, six? Six, six stones, you said. Actually, and six, in six months, so Can't lie, I'll be saying to myself, bro, I've done a lit job, sick. If you want to move forward from that and lose more, then that's fine. And it's a healthy mindset, but it can be a dangerous mindset because you then run the risk of never being happy with anything that Correct. you do. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So I guess... Even just from a mental point of view, you just have to acknowledge where you are and be content with who you are. Because I've tried, sorry, sorry, Don. I've, tra- I've tried to convince two people who are about to get surgery mm. not to do it, and I wasn't able to. Because they are convinced that it's going to make them happy. I was Go very quickly just going to yeah. say on the flip side, yes, I've had lip filler. I've actually okay. had some work done to my teeth, but Sounds I right. feel so much better for okay. it. Okay, so it can work. It can work for some people. But and I, you know your limits as well. I know so you're not limits. here getting some duck lips That's and like walking in with yeah, some yeah, yeah. next <laughs> level. Like, who's going to tell her she's gone too far? Exactly. But guys, we need your opinions. We need to know what you guys, your views are. So make sure to slide in our DMs. Uh, my Instagram is I am Hebs. You can find me on Keep It Fizz. Find me on CK Talk Some Money. Or you can text us on 07951-497878. So we're gonna play some Bruno Mars Slip. featuring featuring Lupe Fiasco, just the way you are. And then after that, so it's gonna be the ad breaks, and then we're gonna be back in around three, four minutes. So make sure you get your texts in and your feedback. We wanna know. You're now locked into growing up British. Grownish, smartish, British. We are British, apparently. My guy said apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, we have uh, two minutes for the ad breaks. My bad. Um, so, do you guys want to give out your 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 your, your, your socials? <laughs> Hit me up on Keep It Fizz, guys. It's literally Keep It F I Z. 
Fizz. Is it the one Z or two One Z, one Z. Shame, I've been doing two Zs. It's all right. I've been tagging some next person. I've <laughs> <laughs> DMing random people. It's like, yeah, she's like, who is this person that's eager to talk to me? <laughs> Tell them to move. <laughs> Hit me up on CK Talks Money. Um, so I do a series every Sunday that gets released. There's one coming out today at 6 p.m. Yes, sir. Where I'll be talking about mortgages, preparing for a mortgage application. So anyone interested, hit me up. CK Talks Money, 6 p.m. Hit me in the DMs. I do reply. <laughs> I like hips. So yeah, let's go. Wow. I mean, not everyone deserves a reply, you know. Some people need to be left on the I unread. Do, I uh, yours, yours is I business do. related. Some people are some next level Pleasure. conversations. No, thank you, my friend. So for those who don't know, CK Money Talks is something that you do now. How often? Every week. So it's supposed to be once a week, but it always turns out to be twice. So we talk about anything financially related. Cool. If you have any questions, I'm a qualified mortgage professional as well. So hit me up. Anything in regards to property. Um, it's a lot. Just follow the page, man. Just hit me <laughs> up, man. I could be here all day. And also, just very quickly, what have your last few topics been about? The right. Last so the, of weeks? the last few ones that we did, we did one on credit scoring mm-hmm. and the importance of credit scoring in our current society and why it's important to make sure that your credit is all... A-OK. And we also mm-hmm. did one on credit cards. Um, I've done a few talks as well, a few podcasts which are on their way out as well. And I also do consultations. So if I have not done a video on something that you want to know more about, once again, hit me in the DMs. I do reply. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy. He's like, please DM me. Someone DM me. Just Baby DM boy, me, man. You're no, going to get one from Keep It Fizzle Tuesday. Yeah, man. I thought- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send it your like, way. Like, do you know who this Heber person is? Like, why is she DMing me bare? Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but guys, it's about that Slip. time. We'll see you guys after that breaks. You, my friend, are now locked into Growing Up Britain. Grownish, smartish, British. We are British, apparently. Uh-huh. And we're back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those who are just tuning in, you are listening to Growing Up Brit-ish. Can I get an ish? Ish. You got myself, Heba. You've got Fizz here. It's your boy CK. And we're here every single Sunday between two and four. Mm. Sometimes we're talking heavy topics with a little bit of a cultural twist. And other times it's just pure banter and maybe bullying CK a little bit. Because he's uh, outwomened <laughs> in the situation. He's, he's outnumbered. He, he looks yeah. strange. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about two topics. We already started talking about cosmetic surgery. Would we mm. do it? Would we not? Um, and the next topic um, from three o'clock, we'll be talking about finances, specifically savings. So growing up as um, ethnic people, um, where we told about savings by our parents, where we really explained what that meant, where we encouraged to do it. Or did our parents just teeth our, our, our birthday money and run with it? <laughs> we're like, hey, we'll put it in savings. It's like, where, where is this? I've not seen it. <laughs> so, yeah, we want to know your views. Um, so, uh, I want to give a, a big shout out to my new gym buddy. I'll give you her Insta. It is M I C A G E T S I T. How would I say it? I don't know. 
I'm gonna just spell it out. She says she's listening. So love listening to you guys. Love welcome, a topic. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, yeah. Um, love listening to the topic. Uh, it had me rethinking my original answer to your question, which w- I would have been yes. I defo. I'm a person who will try all other avenues before getting any informa- any form of surgery. But it can definitely be a little bit disheartening losing losing a lot of weight and carrying excess skin. Um, and at the moment, she's fixating on the loose skin. And she's trying to basically divert that attention. So I think it's really important, like you said, Fizz, when it comes to stuff like loose skin or other stuff that's really affecting your your mental health, your confidence. then also your quality of life. Um, Loose skin, I don't know if you guys, I fall down YouTube rabbit holes all the time. And I've seen so (laughs) many videos of amazing people who have lost large, large amounts of weight. And then the next step in their journey is loose skin removal because it's really impacting their way of life. You know, Mm -hmm. the skin is getting in the way of being able to function properly just to be able to walk and stuff. So I completely understand if someone would want to consider that avenue. Yeah, no, 100%. I know when I lost loads of weight initially, I think the main issue is when you lose weight quickly, Mm -hmm. your body's not ready for it. So that's why you have your, your excess skin. But if you lose it gradually you tend to start tightening do you know what I mean as you go along your skin and bounces back similar to similar to myself she also lost um, six stones in roughly around six months as well wow shout out to her and that to everyone amazing. else who's is who's been grinding hard in the gym um, salute to you guys for persevering it's um, not easy nah not at all and I think that's that's something you know when you lose weight quickly your body if it doesn't play catch up there's mm-hmm. only so much you can do and then obviously if you're trying to get into relationships and you have body confidence issues having loose skin doesn't help because <laughs> no matter how much you lose weight no one really wants to be naked and have loose skin so I know when I lost weight I had a little bit but having a child and then not having a child somehow undid it so we're good we I <laughs> so I'm not telling everyone to get pregnant to help undo the loose skin but it helped <laughs> I, I ain't got that option so <laughs> <laughs> you're good um so we want to touch on the cultural side of things right so i'm from egypt and sudan and growing up i guess cosmetic surgery was very much frowned upon like in the whole middle eastern north african side of the world it was like no 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 disgusting 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 however in the last maybe eight to ten years it's taken a completely different toll like every single celebrity female celebrity has the same nose mm. like it's the kim k vibe <clears throat> do you know like they have like the same surgical nose the same lips They've the same cheeks the same doctor literally referral like <laughs> direct referrals i'm sure they're making money out of it but um yeah it's now it's now a normal conversation to be had the first person who did it on on like in the media everyone was looking at her like oh who's this woman as second third fourth fifth person doing it now my mum who would have before gone ugh what's this she goes oh it looks alright my mum wouldn't do surgery but it's been normalised in her community normalised yeah where it's now okay to do it and it's not that much of a big deal so it's amazing how like certain things become they start off as a taboo and uh, a non-negotiator to yeah she looks alright it's Mm. like okay what's happening here but with you guys how has how does it look like in your culture because obviously we're from three different cultures so um i'm from bangladeshi origins um and i feel like and correct me guys if i'm wrong any bengali listeners out there but i feel like plastic surgery cosmetic surgery things like fillers and you know anything to enhance your natural beauty Mm. is still frowned upon in a sort of 
way mm-hmm. um people mm-hmm. are still or i get the impression that people are still very anti um doing anything to uh, enhance your natural curves or your natural features and mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. um it's a bit weird because I feel like maybe we're on a turning point because there are quite a few well-known let's say influencers for want of a better word I don't feel like there's many Bengali celebrities out there but influencers on Instagram and you know TikTok or whatever who are probably a little bit more open to the idea of things like fillers and Botox Mm. are possibly encouraging the discussions to be had and opening up the conversation but I still feel like it's very much like a closed book it is still really frowned upon people still see it as what is she, what is she doing yeah. but the thing is people get it done on the sly I know so it's still a taboo but it's, it's one of those hush hush ones oh my god yeah no, it's, okay. not, it's not publicly glorified basically it's not like they still right. really look down on it like why would you do that what yeah, is the yeah. point but there are so many and I feel like it's probably people like me who are third generation mm-hmm. um, growing up in the in the UK or in the US actually where it's you know their, their upbringing is a little bit more different so their mindset is a bit different and they're more welcoming of it but that's that's the impression that I get from the Bengali community I feel like with Nigerians, I feel <laughs> Nigerians are funny because it's like I know that if I said to my parents, I want to get, I don't know, some sort of surgery done, which I won't, by the way. Uh huh. What <laughs> is know- <laughs> about your hairline? Like? Never say never. You know what? Yeah, I feel as if if we're just talking about me yeah. specifically, yeah, my parents, I don't think they'll say anything because I feel like I've got to the age where it's like they're just like, listen, you're a big man do what you want to do culturally how it's viewed mm. yes just like Fizz is saying people will probably look down on it and be like why are you doing that you know but I feel as if being you know the generation that have grown up here yeah it's like we actually a lot of the time I don't know about you but we actually a lot of the time don't care about what the other generation think because we approach it with oh but they don't understand like they're like they're old school you know mm. what I mean there's, there's bare stuff we do that wouldn't have been acceptable Loads True, of stuff, but then there's know? certain stuff that maybe I personally wouldn't do because I don't want to mm-hmm. upset my parents. So as much mm-hmm. as I'm a grown woman and I'm a, I'm a mother and da 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 da, like yeah. there's certain things that if it really really upsets them, I'll either shelter them from it. So I'll do it on a low low. <laughs> um, on the low, basically. Now <laughs> um, I got it in my head. Thank you. But <laughs> next one, next or, one. <laughs> or I would just simply not do it at all, just to kind of like just respectfully go. Do you know what? Cool. Yeah. It really makes them feel uncomfortable. As much as I'm grown, I'm independent. I can do what I want. I'm gonna respect the culture, like to an extent. So you would, so you would not do it in a way to please them. To an extent, yeah. I okay. think there's certain stuff. I'm, I'm old school like that. There's certain stuff where I'll, I'll stand my ground if I mm-hmm. feel like it makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. And it's just inherited culture that makes like you just you've blindly inherited something. Yeah. And you can't even explain it. Oh, because they said so. Who's they? Mm. Who's they? Just like because it's always been done that way or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. Just like, that's I not that's not an explanation to me. So if you can't justify it like deeper than that, then baby girl, sorry, yeah. mom. Like what? <laughs> but my Word. question to you, CK, uh-huh. um, do you have a sister? Two, two. All right. So how would your parents feel, or how would society look if your sisters were to openly get surgery done? Not subtly, like mm-hmm. just openly talk about it. Would they be like, "Oh, cool, do your thing," or would they be like, mm, "No"? You know what's crazy, yeah. My, well, as we are, I feel as if it would definitely be like a oh, looking down on them sort of thing. Mm. But I don't know why. But I feel as if if you live a certain life, it's mm. deemed as okay or fine. Or if you're in a certain industry, for example, I feel like, for example, a lot of Nigerian actors, musicians, they they get stuff done. Yeah. But it's normalized because they're part of that 
um, industry. Okay. They're in that industry. So in that industry, it's more like... It's, it's not so much frowned upon. Okay. Whereas if you're someone who is, let's say, you know, you work a nine-to-five, you work in finance or teaching or whatever, it's then like, why are you doing that sort of thing? Mm-mm. You know, because like people across the board get this stuff done. But but they don't care about what, like, what would other people say? Because there's, there's yeah, a lot you know of what? They stigma def- about like, that. They would definitely be like, to an extent, they'll definitely be like, oh, but what if so-and-so sees this? What would they think? Mm-mm, you know, mm-mm. or what if people who were friends with see you doing this it'll be a reflection because one thing about culture and the reason that our parents say stuff like oh it's always been done like that is because they believe that us doing things a certain way that isn't in line with culture is going to reflect badly on them yeah you know what i mean and i feel like my parents (laughs) have stepped away from that time ago they're not on this oh but what if this person says that they're more like so why are you doing it if I've pulled up tomorrow oh I want to get my hairline patterned or whatever <laughs> I'll get my I'll get BBL god forbid you get me but it's like <laughs> the first thing that I know my dad will sit down and he was like why like who wants to understand mm. it's not just a complete like condemnation of no you're not doing it you're not doing it it's like they want to understand why yeah, yeah, but yeah. the conversation is never really what would so and so think but I think know. there's a bit of a trickle down effect as well. So when when uh, celebrities are seen doing something, yeah, it does trickle down, and then mm-hmm. eventually the average Joe or the average Jane will yeah. then look to get something done for themselves too. And I think over time, you know, we're so used to seeing the Western celebrities having certain procedures done to the point where it's so normal to see normal people, like the average person down the street, have yeah. something done. Exactly. I don't think it kind of spread so widely to other parts of the world but now that it is now that you know the internet and technology has allowed us to be able to communicate globally yeah that is spreading and i feel like there's a trickle there is a trickle down effect i think i think what's happened is we're being desensitized and everything's being normalized and that's that's not necessarily a good thing so as much Mm. as it helps in certain areas where you desperately need surgery or you definitely have like certain issues that are required and you don't want to be judged by it it's coming it's becoming a bit of a brainwash society mm-hmm. so this is what my concerns are it's like where do we start with this and where does it come to an end uh, are we going to come to a point where you know we're going to let our kids do surgery from a young age mm. because they have body confidence issue or do we start teaching them how to love within but how do you define a desperate need um i think depending like i think so for example before you start doing anything physical have you have you have, seek yeah. help with the insight insights have you yeah. seen therapy have you spoken to someone about your concerns have we seen how we can fix it like you said i can easily go and do surgery right mm-hmm. but i'm going gym seven days a week do you know what i mean like and i'm going for my mental i'm going for my physical i'm going for so many reasons do you know what i mean to stay focused to stay consistent and to see progress even if it's like small small progress it's still something um but some i don't know it's, it's a really hard one but I'm just gonna I'm gonna play one more tune mm-hmm. and then we'll be back. Um, just quickly give the number out one more time. It's 07951497878, and we can dive deep into the conversation. Um, but we're gonna play some Jay Hurs with Play Play featuring Bonaboy. <laughs> I was like, please, someone come in. <laughs> but of course, Chill CK had to had to do it real slow. <laughs> you are listening to Pulse ACA, and you are tuned in to Growing Up Brit ish. You, my friend, are now locked into Growing Up British. Grownish, smartish, British. We are British, apparently. Uh-huh. And we back. So we have 
another hour and 15 minutes and then we're out of the building mm. so quickly. I know, I know, I know so you are listening to Growing Up Brits-ish ish, ish, ish. there we go, this is what I mean <laughs> energy <laughs> I didn't even have to ask her, it was signal she just came in, CK you're slipping ish. <laughs> you're slipping ish yeah slipping ish, I'm alive so we're talking about cosmetic surgery for the next mm. 15 minutes before we go to the ad breaks um so my question to you guys uh is actually i want to give a quick shout out to a uh i want i won a prize guys this morning so basically i was working out in the gym and i got like okay. a little mention and uh-huh. i open it and it says um first prize winner sliding my DMs to claim your prize I'm like eh Cheers. I've never won a prize before sorry basically uh, everyone go follow Browse by Julie with a double E and I got some uh, free microblading Ooh, for my eyebrows nice. which falls really well with cosmetic <laughs> stuff so, well, what's that a bit, okay, do you want to break it down? You're, you're, the, you're the MUA. So if, for those who don't know, Fizz is a makeup artist. Yeah. That's a side hustle. It's my side hustle. So, so do you want to tell us what that's all about? Microblading. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl. Okay. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's basically a procedure where uh-huh. eyebrows are semi-permanently tattooed on. But the process is actually amazing because it's, it's literally like hair strokes. Oh, is it? Yeah. So okay. you, you need to watch okay. these microblading videos. They're actually hypnotic. They're are they therapeutic? Oh, so. <laughs> the transformation is insane. You say semi-tattooed on? Semi-permanent tattoo. So over over several months, I think it does fade. You might need to top it up once a year or something like that. I'm not 100% sure on the top-up process. Mm. Yeah, so a lot of women have their brows microbladed because they lack brows, you know, for medical reasons or just generally genetic reasons, don't have eyebrow hairs. Sure. Um, Or, you know, they want to change the shape of their natural brow or add a bit more fullness or because, you know, can't be bothered to do your eyebrows every day for makeup. so, cosmetic enhancements, lovely. Yes, yes. Okay. So yeah, so it's it's. Hold up, Julie, isn't it? Absolutely, <laughs> brows by Julie with a double brows e. Brows by Julie. So I won me a prize. Jeez. I don't usually win, guys. Shout out Hebs I'm as proud well, of you. you know? I can't wait to see what Listen, your brows look like. I'm a single mummy. I don't I don't have three fifty to like do eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that kind of goes hand in hand to would I do something like this? Probably yes, eyebrow wise, because I'm tired of filling them every single day. Yeah. Um, and it's semi permanent, so it's not something that like I I don't find it's very religiously conflicting because in Islam yeah. we believe that the body's borrowed and therefore it must be returned in its same form so tattoos are kind of like questionable oh, right. okay. um, anything permanent that you're doing to your body um, even Salam. like oh, even like obesity yes. and or like under eating anything that you're doing to damage your body is wow. haram well done wow, wow, wow. Yeah. so basically um <laughs> Here we go. Shout out for I the like, <laughs> I feel like he's got buttons to press. He's like a teddy bear. Stuff on the line. Let's see how many times CK can slip in a stuff for a line. So basically, um, I'm not stressing about the microblading because to me it's like, okay, it's something that it's, it's semi permanent, it will mm-hmm. disappear eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not one for cosmetics besides makeup. Like, I don't wear eyelashes, I don't wear nails. I've thought about doing my lips thought about doing so many stuff like i'm a bum bum girl i have no breasts i'm like okay i can i can do with some but i'm humble that i have the lower half so mm-hmm. that's that's my like i try and find different things to ground me but if someone wants to give me free eyebrows 
I wouldn't well, say let's no go to three eyebrows. I'll take it, isn't it? <laughs> so yeah, I'm quite excited. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, sick, man. So That's when sick. I come in on Sunday, looking all fleeky, Jeez. yeah, and you see some flames around me, just it's getting a bit too hot in here. Isn't it? Just, just fan her. Just fan her. Fan her. Bro. Those, those Call hand, her down. Those handheld fans. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know, and you have to be very honest about this, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, if your partner, it could be before okay so my first question to you ck directly cool would you get assuming you're let's pretend you're single and it's hypothetical right uh-huh. um you meet a girl she's all nice and everything but she's got uh surgery done and it becomes fairly obvious that she's got surgery done right would you wife her potentially or would she just be a little certain certain certain, certain that you physically will find attractive cool. for the time being so she's got surgery done before i've met her yeah um okay so firstly I feel like for me, the reason for me making my decision won't be because she's got surgery or not. I'm looking at things more from a mental aspect. Okay. Because one thing I do appreciate in somebody is someone who's content. Okay. Regardless Word. of their situation, you understand? Mm-hmm. And I feel as if where somebody... Obviously, I'll have to ask the person, why did you get it done? That's mm. the first conversation. But where somebody is thinking, oh, I have to get this done, get that done, and it's becoming obvious that this person's constantly getting things done, that might make me question, I don't know, about this person's mind frame. You know, but what if she had just one procedure done? So let's say she had just one area that she wanted to change, mm-hmm. and say, she did it, like a, a boob job, for cool. example, because okay. cool. that seems that's a, a very that's probably the most, most popular, popular cosmetic yeah. surgery procedure. So say she had it is, a yeah. boob job done before meeting you, uh-huh. but that was it. That was her one concern. Mm-hmm. She's had her boob job, and now she's content. No With issue. The, no so issue. no, no. But no I issue. think because it's such a popular and a normal, like that's probably the most. Like you said, statistically, is the highest yeah. surgery done. Same way, if she had a BBL done, I was going to no say. Issue. But what if, what if it's kind of fairly obvious that it's been done? Because not all BBLs are smooth sailing. Some of them are just like pow pow. Mm-hmm. I, I hear you. I hear you. And obviously, even though I probably sit here and say, "Oh, it doesn't matter," it does matter because it's a difference between one that's just standard and one that's hitting everyone's shoulder on the way up. <laughs> <laughs> <But, laughs> I guess, <laughs> I guess, a lot of things come into play. You understand? But mm. really, if she's just had, like Fizz is saying, if she's just had one or two things done and she's not like overly obsessed about surgery and getting bare stuff done then yeah man like cool you get me the fact that i'm even getting to know her means she must be a great person so yeah man all right so fizz mm-hmm. would you get with a guy <laughs> i love the way he gave himself gun fingers <laughs> 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 my point was banging <laughs> so fizz would you get with someone who's got either fake abs fake hairline some like sewn on weave beard lot I'm, I'm, I'm trying to throw extremes because no, I like that though. But surgery, keep it coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because some people do; they have like fake but, muscles because yeah. they're, they're like implants, quite... bicep implants. There we go. So yeah. Um, so that's actually one of the most popular things for men is hairline, nose, and I think eyelids. Okay, so, like lifting eyelids. eyelids, like from where it's drooping or something, they feel like they. Oh my I've done my research. Listen, with out. age, when things start to droop and you can't see anymore, drip, drip. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. Sometimes you need something to help you open your eyes. <laughs> Lift it up. It's called a blepharoplasty. Look at blepharoplasty. you. I can't even try and not see it. I'm going to leave it wow. to the experts. <laughs> Phil Flower. Okay, Phil. Then. <laughs> um, yeah, so if would you be with someone who has actual surgery? And my part B, would you be with someone who's got sprayed on hairline? That's obvious. <laughs> 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 Which part should I answer first? Hey, let's go in order. Okay. So, um, be mindful. We've got we've got three minutes on the clock. 
So um, a yes depends on what it looks like. So if if it's done in a in a tasteful, subtle way and it looks good. I don't really mind at all. Not I think cool. If it, if it meant his confidence has increased and he's happy in how he looks now, I'm good. I'm happy. Even though you know, like, that's not really your biceps. Like, that's oh. not... Like, I'm asking you to flex and tense and all, That's not really yours. I know, but... <laughs> You know, if I if I'm I have to think about it. If the there shoe was on the other foot, oh. if the shoe was on the other foot, and I was feeling unconfident, yeah. and my mum was saying to me, "Oh, I don't like the way you look mm-hmm. because you've had surgery," I don't, that would that would hurt my feelings. But so it's I a choice. To, Everyone's got choice, choice to stick yeah. around. Yeah. So hairline sprayed hairline. on. If it's sprayed on, I can't. I'm sorry, guys. Just just no, no. Don't well, spray it on. But just so you know, so I know um, I know specifically one barber in particular. I know a few, but one in particular said they've been actually people who have hairline still spray it on to like yeah missing hairline when it's really far back and you're spraying it back so it's like, you're literally spraying on your trim i just feel like no then then there's then there's a different conversation that needs but you know when it starts to look that. like lego head yeah yeah sharpie sharpie hairline no i'm not gonna lie i've seen that and, and the thing is i can't help but look head is just shiny so like let's just say me and you are chatting ck and you got a hairline thing on like you got a spray on yeah i've been talking to you but looking up every now and then and oh I, I can't help it I'm days, doing it right now man. for those who can't see me I, I'm just staring at your hairline and this is one of those things like it's so yeah bro just embrace like the beauty of a man yeah. especially who has a beard God bless you guys because if you lose your hairline yeah. you've got a strong beard oh I, I love that. that do you know what I mean I love like, bold men with strong beards that's it I actually Jeez. love that look hold tight the man and with bald head and strong beard <laughs> but the thing is I understand for men Fizz is watching <laughs> I understand for men specifically, it's it's a very big um, self-confidence issue when you actually lose your hairline because this is kind of part of your manliness, your manhood. Would you agree to that? I would say it's it's part of how you look. It depends who you are. But is it a big part? Like, what's the biggest thing that defines you as a man physically? Like, obviously, besides your privates, like (laughs) before you know you go there. (laughs) It's too early for this, and it's a Sunday. (laughs) Yeah, well, for me, like obviously, I've never been bold, so I don't know. But my hair is important to me. Mm. You know, like I wear do rag. I want my hair to be wavy all the time. I look, I get trims every two weeks, so. It's, it's important to me mm-hmm. you know I guess it just once again boils down to where you deep where you kind of hold your importance you know so I think it, I think hair is quite important I think hair is quite important to most guys no you fair know, enough I and think I, it is because I've heard a few guys say like I can't let go like you don't understand how important it is for a man to have can't let it go did you like, say like as in like they can't envision them losing Not their losing hair your eye, because mm. like and that's, therefore they understand why one some men will hold on to it but when I see certain people like I go to the gym so I see a whole age range of people a mm. whole set of looks or whatever and some people I'm just like like you need to let go yeah but guys, when you're sweating your hairline off, you need to let it go. From when it's drip, drip, drip down <laughs> to your eyebrows, <laughs> do I tell them? Do I not? Do I oh, tell them? Do I not? Man. I'm like blind. <laughs> guys, you're listening Beam to Pulse <laughs> FM. We are about to go to the ad breaks. Uh, yeah, so catch us hopefully on the other side. Um, we're going to be talking about finances and savings and did our parents really teach us how to save or are we here mm. struggling in our old age thinking, uh, where do we begin? Luckily, we have CK Money Talks who is going to be with us obviously every single week but he's going to be giving us some some insightful information if you want some advice if you want some questions you want to ask some questions please call us on or text us on 07951 497 878 um but we will be with you guys in approximately three minutes 
my friend are now locked into growing up British. Grownish, smartish, British. We are British, apparently. Uh-huh. All right, guys, we're back. Welcome for back. The last back. hour. Yeah, baby. <laughs> energy. What energy you got? So we just finished a topic about cosmetic surgery. Would we do it? Would we not? I think we concluded that Fizz would pos- pos- Fizz would potentially do it. Mm-hmm. CK, if his hairline was to go, maybe he defo would. I said no, girls. <laughs> maybe. I mean, you got a beard, right? Yeah, it is. Is it's it? still it's still developing, man. It's a uh-huh. young beard. It's a young one. <laughs> He's grownish. He ain't he ain't, he ain't oldish. Um, and I personally would probably not do anything permanent. And if I did, it'll be something because God forbid I got into an accident and maybe I couldn't live with the idea of a memory of my accident or whatever. Um, but now we're moving on to money, money, money. Um, money, money, money who money. wants to start off the topic? Well, I asked this question to you guys last week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we were growing up, mm-hmm. so yeah. as young children, and we had birthdays or events that happened that family or relatives would instead yep. of giving us a gift or a toy or something they would gift us cash like 10 pound or something 10 yeah, pound yeah. 20 pound 50 dash it in a card or give it in your hand yeah or, the, or, or, <laughs> or your pocket or your favorite my favorite was when your grandma used to try and like sneak in a 20 note in your hand and your mum's watching <laughs> so would your mum say <laughs> Oh, if you give me that money, I will look after it for you and you can have it back later to spend another time. You know what? For me, I know people bust this joke a lot about, oh, my parents took the money. I never, ever saw it again. Yeah. That never happened to me. All Did right. it not? Yeah, yeah, I had man. a decent childhood. Like, <laughs> I <was> a decent, <laughs> yeah. a like, that childhood. never happened to me. Like Money that I was given... Like my parents would, my mum would like. I remember, I remember my mum taking me and my sister when there used to be a Footlocker in Uxbridge. We'll go Footlocker, I'll buy some pair of dunks or something. Like I just wanted to spend the money. Like I just wanted it to go. I had no like intention to keep it. I was just like, oh, let me go buy something for myself. Mm. So, so she never offered to hold it for you. Nah, man. Not even for the like most a week, they would do. Weeks. It's like, for example, if we were going out and I know that, let's say, auntie or someone or has given me £20, I'd be like, oh, mum, that money, like, she'll be like, yeah, let's go to the shop, let's go and get you something. You know what I'm saying? But your mum's smart because technically she's using other people's money to buy things that she should have bought you. Yeah. She's Wisdom. smart, smart. Also, she's smart, smart. <laughs> Is your mum looking to adopt an adult child because she I can ask her. Great. I can ask her later, yeah. She's at home, I can ask her still. <laughs> We've got spare room as well. Mother's <laughs> for further children. We've got three old. sisters. <laughs> Four. And she's self-sufficient, you know. Yeah, she, man. She can, can you wash plates? I can wash my own bum. Oh, you can wash plates, you can come to the house okay um so my mom was a bit prideful so when people would give us money it'll be a bit different because my mom would give me that look that's there of like do not accept that money oh yeah so it'll be as if like i'm she's she's saying like if people give you money that means they'll think you're poor and i'm like "Eh, no Mm. it's my birthday it's eid are you right it's end of ramadan it's a start ramadan it's a sunday (laughs) like but to her it's like no don't take it whereas that person might be really excited to just give you something because they haven't seen you in a while they haven't had a chance to buy you a gift and the mom would give me this there like don't take it and I'm like ah, that look I, I, I don't know what to do auntie so like, was there ever a situation where you just took it and your mum was like next time don't take the peas 100% I'll yeah. swear 100%. down but there are times where like I think uh, she's still a prideful woman to this day like yeah. you know she like my, my father recently passed away and I was like trying to get help and trying to yeah. help her out it's like no 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 I'm like bro like except that sometimes 
it's I okay. got you sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, okay. Yeah. And like when people want to give your, your when people give your children money, that's a blessing. So, yeah. yeah, that's a blessing. The way I've, she's seen it is though is they think you're struggling. Out. So yeah, I know. Yeah. What you mean, so like when someone comes, I'm not even gonna lie to you. As a single uh, mum, at times when someone comes and you're broke, right? Yeah. And then they they happen to go like, oh, here's twenty pounds for your child. I'm like, oh God, like God's got me. Like yes. it's like when times are tough. Mashallah. <laughs> <laughs> but like it happens like not like i'm alhamdulillah like i'm grateful that nowadays now i'm blessed but yeah, there, yeah. there came a point where i'm just like yo those hand those those opportunities are blessings yeah, they're not someone real. there trying to boast they're not someone for there real. who's trying to like you know do you a favor because no one knows my struggles like yeah. to them I'm, i've got my stuff sorted i've got everything sorted i look very much in control so for when that happens, it is I, I can understand the prideful side, side mm. a little bit, yeah. but it's one of those things where it is what it is. Like you see the blessing mm. and everything happen. Nothing happens by accident. Yeah. yeah, do you know what I mean? But my mum never took the money, but I take my son's money. <laughs> I'm so glad you just said well, that. That is, we need to come back on that. That's a yeah. <laughs> turn that you can tell was a turn right now still. So. Similar to Hebs, actually. Um, my mum, she would give me a look. Like, if people were trying to give us yeah, money, yeah, she'd yeah. give them, like, don't take it, don't take yeah. it. But I don't... I'm not sure if it was a pride thing. I think it was just a... Cultural. A cultural, thing. like... Cultural thing, yeah. yeah. don't don't accept straight away. It's, there's so many... Don't be too eager to accept. Yeah. It's, it's even just they like when you used to go pounds. to someone's house yeah. and they're offering you food. <laughs> and, like, you don't know if you should take the food or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like, like, it's like you're nearly expected to not take nothing. Like. So just to give you a heads up, in <laughs> yeah. our culture, in, like, the North African household, if you say no, it's a big insult. If my mum offers you food, oh, you better be starving. Okay. Even if you've just eaten food. Like, my mum will force feed you three oh, times okay. over. I didn't know that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know certain cultures, like, when they off you you have to say no like three times and Niger, yes. listen like it's, it's like an automatic like an automatic button in our head no i'm not hungry you know you haven't eaten for weeks you're tired <laughs> you've just done marathon you've just done tour de france you ask you are hungry you can't take it but it, i guess it just depends but if do you but do you eventually have to accept that food or is that a fake offering or like a is, um, it, a te- is it a test offering if you accept it i don't it's a, it's a, it's a sticky one because it's like growing up, we can go to someone's house and they'll be like, oh, like, do you want some biscuits? Uh, and we're just like, uh, obviously, we want it. Like, let's be real. We, we all want it. Our mum would be like, no, no, they have eaten already. And sometimes you're thinking, <laughs> you rushed out today. the yard. I we have since 12 o'clock. It's 8 p.m. So I'm thinking, right, like, but I think, I think it is a bit of a cultural thing. Yeah. You know, and it's not, a, it's not meant to be a disrespect or meant to be a, oh, no, don't take food from their hand. I feel like Nigerians use it in a way to kind of protect each other mm. like you don't know where that food's come from or you so know so food poison yeah well whatever <laughs> I know Juju I don't know man you know what it is it could be like let's say there's some parents that are very superstitious uh-huh. and they're thinking oh like what if someone does something to food and tries to use it to harm my child so because of that they're just like okay you're not eating from nowhere but along the years that turned into that went from don't accept food to when you go somewhere and they offer you food cover yourself with the blood of Jesus pray and then do your thing God's got you you know what I'm saying okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I feel like as you grow up because you're more mature you can understand things a bit more so I'm we're fully digressing here but I want to ask a little bit more yeah. so uh, with the whole obviously like the juju magic side of things that yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's quite what? deep no, yeah. it's deep isn't it so it's, it, yeah, no, cause, like, there's certain cultures that I know like for example and I could yeah. be wrong uh, how popular it is but like, Moroccan culture is known that there's a black magic involved right, like, different right. parts of Africa especially yeah, yeah. black magic is a thing right yeah. so 
that doesn't apply surely if you go to like your auntie's house or your cousin like your cousin's yard though if they offer yeah. you food you're like cool i'll take two biscuits or does it still like is it still like a you know what the automatic mad thing no? is yeah the mad thing is that you never know let's say we are talking about this being real when someone's trying to harm you you never know who's trying to harm you Words. Mm. there's stories of family members harming family members you get so i guess for me i don't i'm not scared of like witchcraft and all that sort of stuff because i believe in the word of god i believe that greater is he who's in me Amen. than he who's in the world you get today's sunday let's preach a little you understand Amen. so that's what i believe in so there's nothing that people are gonna say oh what if they've done this that i'm gonna be scared of because mm. i believe that the power that i believe in is above it's all beyond. others you know what i mean but i guess growing up our parents kind of did that to maybe teach us and to kind of just kind of put it in our minds that you don't accept everything everywhere you go that's literally all it is fair enough you know? so back to savings <laughs> let's, let's segue <laughs> back no to savings no more judge yeah. I know no, Fizz Fizz mentioned that last week she asked us a question about um, you know if we ever got our money from our parents so I put a poll on my Insta mm. and I'm happy to say that a massive 31% of people got their money back from their parents wow wait but that meant that 69% did not but then the other 69% didn't they were upset I'm one of the 69% never thought the number was going to be very high (laughs) you kind of like misled us with that one 31% said that they got their money back you know, some of the, some people made comments. I was literally screaming because I was thinking, <laughs> "That's hilarious." Like, so, so, so some of you literally said to me in my DMs, "The minute that money was handed over, gone." They knew they weren't seeing it again. hundred percent. Yeah, like, it, gets, it gets like that. It's like, it's like hello and goodbye in one go. It's like, ha, no. it's like you're saying thank you, but it's like you're saying thank you for giving money to my mum. No, it's painful, you know, because <laughs> yeah. you say thank you, you've mentally spent it. Oh, I'm gonna buy this, this, this. I'm I, gonna buy. No, you're not seeing that piece again. And then it's gone, and your and your tummy and your heart and everything is it's crying mad. Mad. <laughs> and, and for a second you envision that toy or oh. that game that you're about to buy and just like that yeah gone. literally gone. <laughs> but, I get, yeah sorry i'm sorry i was gonna say but as i got older i felt like yeah. mum wasn't holding it for me anymore got you. you accepted that maybe it's gone somewhere else it's, it's well, recycled somewhere that, i feel like when, when up until the age of maybe 15 16 if you yeah. were given money from a relative or a friend or something for yeah. a gift your mum would hold it like mm. it was just take you didn't you didn't get to see it was it. normal because you don't have a bank account you ain't got no expenses you don't have a bank account as a kid i had a I did. i didn't have a bank account since i was like 14 okay Aww. so i'm talking no, but you had a savings no oh yeah of course you have that yeah but i mean like an account that you can go and like a oh, card yeah, yeah, you can go yeah. and use your card in the, in no, the but in you know I want to hold my money I want to touch it I want to feel it I want to put it under my pillow it like, <laughs> Fizz just wants to put it on the wall just frame it like yeah that's frame my it. piece there that's you know it. No, I want it under my pillow so I can have some rich dreams at the <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> wake up that money's gone once I was 15, 16 and older <laughs> yeah. um, I, you know it never really came up like that like oh I'm going to hold it for you it was more like okay now it's your turn to be if someone did give me money in front of my mum that was mine I was keeping it it was mine now I have experience expenses now going to college mm. travel food all of that does so so. your mum ever kind of directs you or let, let me use the word advise advise you on how to use that money that you're being given at any point no I mean when she was holding my money for me I don't know where that I, I mean I haven't had it I don't know okay so I don't know where it is but since then all she will say to me is you should save your money and when she will uh-huh. say that is whenever I would have a delivery blanket statement <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Or whenever you had McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, or if, if I say I'm going out with my friends. Nando's es- again. Especially when I went on holiday. When I went on uh, holiday with my friends, my mum would be like, are you saving your money? 
where's your money going? Like you're spending mm. money on, on holidays, but yeah. where's your money? Are you saving money? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, meh, kind of. So, like, yeah, yeah man's saving still. So <laughs> I, think, I think like you, my mum would always tell me to save money, but I tell you what she never did. She never told me like how hard it is to be an adult. She never really broke down mm. the importance of saving and how it's going to have a knock-on effect in my future. So like mm. the idea of saving when you're living at home and your parents, like why am I going to save half my wages when I could be going to the movies in Nando's ate hospital <laughs> like buy the kicks I wanted I had boxes of stacks up kicks yep, mm-hmm. still do. like I can't I'm humbled in it a humble pie has set in nicely yeah, yeah. Um, but it's one of those things where like I never really understood and it's only like in my mid-twenties that when when I, I had to enter a new avenue of potentially getting married and I was like okay so how does this mortgage thing work again mm. but you need savings oh, yeah. because no what one are told they? me <laughs> and that's it and that's when my reality it, it kind of like that's when I understood my parents never really ever ever gave me any money advice besides stop wasting your money stop wasting your money I cook food they're just telling you stuff but they're not they, teaching yes. you anything give yeah, me yeah, tell yeah, me why you. I need to understand why I you know it's crazy yeah for me anyway because mm. I started um in banking when I was like 18, 17, 18, I learned these lessons outside mm. of my home. Okay. And this is where I started to realize that different cultures teach their kids different stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, the group of people I learned this from just happened to all be Indians. They're the ones that taught me what mortgages were. One of the nice. guys is the one that taught me what a mortgage advisor was and, and told me to go and do my courses. You know, so I feel as if like, though our parents were saying, save your money, this is that, mm. it wasn't explained. There no. was no breakdown to say why you're saving. You know but what I'm do, saying? But do you think, like, within, obviously, certain Asian cultures, I guess mm-hmm. it doesn't apply to you necessarily. Maybe it's just not your household. I don't know. You can correct me. But certain, I've noticed, like, within the Jewish community and Asian culture, money is pretty much, and, like, in investments and stuff is pretty much um, introduced from a very young age. Like, you have wealth building. Like, you have people who, like, invest in properties and shops and stuff. And uh, there's, there's more of a community understanding of money. Mm, I don't know see I don't know I think from my perspective from what I've seen of um, other Bengali families and and the people that I know I don't really think it's something that is inherited in the sense that your dad's done it and he's going to teach you the family business and he's going to teach you about money management and finance from that perspective from a business Mm. perspective Um, I don't really feel like that's what's happening what I think has happened specifically thinking about those who have travelled from Bangladesh or other countries and and emigrated to the UK and settled Mm. in the UK. Mm -hmm. So people my age... Grownish age, <laughs> grownish smartish, <laughs> grownish smartish age. They, I'm just. This is for the majority. So there will be exceptions always, but uh-huh. most people came over here working low-skilled manual jobs where you know they were earning pretty much peanuts. But mm. then their kids went to school and their 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 children. So now me. So people who are my age of my generation, generation yeah. yeah, who have got degrees in finance and various other things you know they've learned the ways to be able to apply their money and invest it into property or businesses or or things like that and what they've done is they've helped set their parents up they've helped set other family members up and that's where maybe we're seeing a generational thing but it's not that it wasn't something that i don't think it's something that they learned from their parents i think it's something they learned themselves and have extended it to people i could be horribly wrong by the way because my family it could just be it could just be your it could just be your community because i know like 
growing up I know a few especially like you said Indian people I know a few Indian friends who had properties from the age of like 18 from young yeah, 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 yeah. from like, young their dad pumped in some money for their first yeah. mortgage and now they're on their fifth property and like to me I wish my parents sat down and told me about the importance of savings and how much that would like, and how hard it is to be an adult how much expenditure is going to be obviously they couldn't predict 2020 and how amazing that set off um <laughs> But like with inflation and whatnot, like and the fact that you know how much we earn versus the cost of living is ridiculous. Mm. Um, Our parents couldn't have predicted. No, that, they but couldn't. Also, but they didn't give us the right aids to prepare no. for it mentally. Yeah. And I think this is why where people talk about generational wealth mm. is what you plant from the off. Because for example, I was talking to, I think it was my friend's dad and my friend's uncle. I was speaking to, mm. and he was telling me that when he came to this country in the seventies, that him and all his friends, who are all also Nigerians as well. They were interested in, you know, buying cars and going out and enjoying London life. But he also had people who he worked with who were of, you know, Indian backgrounds. Mm. They were opening shops. They were starting businesses. And then you automatically ask, your que- ask, ask yourself, which one holds more longevity, the shop or the car that you're going to buy to look good? And I feel like what Heber was maybe trying to get at earlier is that it's about thinking long term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's about planting things right now in this generation today that your kids and grandkids can eat off. Mm-hmm. Not stuff that you're just going to enjoy because you want to look good in the gram and flex. You know, so I feel like that is probably where the difference is in cultures. And I will say Nigerians haven't really planted the way that other, you know, other countries and other, na- other nationalities have. Because you go to any area, mm. any corner shop, it will be an Indian, man. You know, it will be him. He started that business. He's built it. Mm. His son is probably gonna like take that on now, and maybe and it, will, it will just stay in the family. So no mm. matter what they end up doing with their piece, so it becomes a legacy. It becomes a legacy, family. and I feel like that's what we need to start building legacies for our children, you know, and grandkids. But that's another conversation. Anyway. No, but I think I think I think again that's back to the fact that when you come here, maybe first to the UK you're excited to finally earn this money and you're finally mm-hmm. and it becomes a case of showing off how rich you are as opposed to being rich yeah. Yeah. like by being materialistically rich by having the cars and by having the watch short term enjoyment yeah you actually because you're, you're caring about like that culture's that generation are quite I guess ignorant or whatever to the extent where they care more that they look the best in front of their friends so they're not keeping thinking, up with the Joneses yeah kind of behavior. exactly it. so then therefore it causes damage because we they're telling us to save but on the flip side they're trying to also make sure that they look rich in front of their friends and in mm-hmm. front of their cousins or their you know so they can report back home and go yeah we're doing good yeah so I think it, there's a bit of a conflict as well like as much as they're trying to tell us to save you're looking at them and maybe like their lifestyle is saying let's spend spend and exhaust and maybe put ourselves in debt to look comfortable well one of the things that families end up putting themselves in debt for is weddings so Ooh. i don't know about you guys but bengali weddings you guys have like 10 days <laughs> well no actually bengalis have that's the first like off three, <laughs> <laughs> it's about three maybe four big events but they that's still it's, a lot it's, uh, it's a lot <laughs> but one too many it's always because they need to invite so-and-so's neighbor's auntie's nah, sister-in-law because they met her once and they went to something with them once. so what that ha- what happens there is the weddings end up you, your guest list is huge mm-hmm. so for you to feed how many these roughly people, okay so a small one would be 300 people Lot a small a small one yeah 300 people yeah and, that, and, that, and that's small yeah so my sister got married <laughs> last year and we had 200 guests and people were complaining because they were like oh 
I wanted to bring so that she was like no, no. I know I know some weddings are like 500 wow. 500 sometimes yeah. 800 500 concert, people I would, say, I would say 500 people is average yeah so when oh, when God. you're when you're hosting a wedding for 500 people you've yeah. got to find the venue big enough like of course yeah you know, food Caterers, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's a massive expense you're looking at 40 50k then it's stupid right but then we're not <sighs> Lord. Like, I don't, to me it doesn't make sense I don't think I would ever have a big wedding ever again I had one how many were how many were at yours? Seven hundred. Jesus oh, is Lord. Seven hundred people at your wedding. Hey. And yes. the worst part is probably twenty five percent of them you didn't know at least. I have seen and half of them people ever again. Where was your wedding? Buckingham Palace. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Jazz Cafe or like Shepherd's <laughs> Bush Empire. What was the venue? The O2. I'll, I'll tell you later. <laughs> wow. Oh, it's like that. No, 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 no. She it's rich, not. Rich. It's no, no. But it was. It Are was you rich? Something rich? so silly. <laughs> no, mate. I have like five p in my account <laughs> after the so wedding dumb. after the wedding that wedding cleared, cleared me out but, but it's mad. yeah but i just feel like if the the sort of the focus I, I don't know about any other communities by the way i'm just talking about the bengali community mm-hmm. their focus is on throwing their children really really big glamorous lavish weddings but they don't seem to make the connection that after this wedding day what do this couple need in their marriage they need a home they Correct. need a secure like you know financial security Correct. you know that kind they of they don't need de- debt <laughs> they don't need debt they don't think about it in that way and their their answer to that is oh well they're just you know the couple will live with us at home so it's like now you're stuck living <laughs> with your parents at home i really disagree nah. with that and i feel like it's set up the wrong way and the you know how you you were saying there's certain yeah. groups where the mentality hasn't evolved yet. yet it's not yeah, yeah. embraced the, the sort of wealth aspect of it like the long yeah. longevity of wealth and how it's generational and how you can keep growing it there are so many communities there are so many families that I know Bengali families who are still stuck in this mentality of I'm going to spend now to look good yeah. but then when it comes yeah. to future things so like when I think about myself for example I'm I'm ready to move out I want to live on my own I have no money <laughs> my mum has no money to give me where's my savings where's, yeah. where's that hey, money that you held hey. for me um, you know there's nothing that she can do to help set me up so you know you mentioned there's loads of Indian families where they set their kids up at 18 mm-hmm. here's your house mm-hmm. and then you progress from there there's so many of us that's I feel like that's a small minority there's so many of us who are in it, almost in a worse off situation because our parents aren't having open conversations about stuff but do you think no. also it's because we're not really some people are too afraid to sort of not confront their parents but tell their parents they're wrong because yes. you have a generation mm. of how can you question my knowledge how can you question like I am I am hi- not higher than you but I, I'm the one that taught you how are you about to teach me about savings yeah. definitely how are you gonna- my mum reminds feel- me every day I yeah. know more than you <laughs> <laughs> you're a child but I feel as if it, all, all, I think all it really takes is a change of behaviour mm. because Fizz has just told us about this whole wedding thing and then having no money having 5p apparently and then <laughs> living in your parents or your in-laws house but it only takes a group of people to break that cycle. Yeah. Because if we're aware of where the economy is on the fact that buying a house now isn't what it was 20, 30 years ago, mm-hmm. and we know this, yeah, then it's down to us to say, you know what? I'm not going to have a massive wedding. 100%. That's going to last a couple hours where it's going to empty out all my peas. And potentially end in divorce. And potentially end in divorce. And potentially not even enjoy the day because everyone else is having fun and you're just emptying your account. 
But, Why not? Yeah. but can I say You're yeah. right But then the reality is Sometimes And this is the reality Yeah You might stand up With your spouse Your future spouse And go I don't agree to this It can actually break a marriage up Like it can stop mm-hmm. a wedding From happening Because the mother-in-laws Are fighting now yeah. Over how dare they do this It's insulting to That's us That's what I happen Insulting to, to not want to Have a big wedding Yeah, yeah. Because it's status Yeah But listen Russ. I'm mindful of the time we want to get some real advice from you. We're going to play uh, Taurus B.I.G. featuring The Works, More Money, More Problems. Um, but we want to give out the number. The number is 07951497878. Slide up in our DMs. We want to know your views when it comes to savings. Did you guys manage to break that convention and break barriers and not stick to the usual cycle? And do you have any questions that you want to ask our, li- our financial expert, CK Money Talks? I'm here, baby. <laughs> but in the meantime, guys, here is uh, more money, more problems. You're now locked into growing up British. Grownish, smartish, British. We are British, apparently. My guy said apparently. Uh. <laughs> Guys, you are back. You're listening to Growing Up Brits-ish and you have Fizz giggling in the background. What are you laughing at? I'm not going to like it every time. <laughs> so, yes, we are here every Sundays, 2 to 4, talking about anything and everything with a cultural twist because um, we are from different cultures. Um, I'm from Egypt and Sudan. Fizz, you are from? Bangladesh. And CK. Nigeria. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about money, 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 but specifically savings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we're going to pass it on to the experts. Uh, CK. In regards mm-hmm. to savings, I yeah. guess, what can we do in regards to unlearning certain behaviours and how can people actually break out? Like you said earlier, before the ad breaks, um, it takes only a handful of people to kind of stand up and speak up about something that make doesn't make sense, cultural, yeah. So yeah. how does that look like and, and how, yeah, tell us more. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I feel like for me, the, the biggest thing is knowledge. Yeah. For example, I was funny enough. I was on a podcast the other day. Hold tight, um, Nana at Lucrative on mm. Instagram, um, and we were talking about um, why we can't or why we don't know certain things. Mm-hmm. And I feel as if, fair enough, we can sit here and say, "Oh, my parents didn't teach me. No one told me." But it's actually our responsibility to educate ourselves on it. You Correct. know, so me, I was fortunate to be in a career environment that I learned by force. Mm-hmm. Everyone doesn't have that opportunity. You know, the whole point of CK Talks Money is to educate people on stuff anyway. But I'll just say to everyone if there's anything you don't know, mm. look it up. Mm-mm-mm. Like, if you want to hit up my page, ask me questions, fine. But everything is out there. It's Googleable. It's Googleable. Just don't follow say. WhatsApp as our parents would. On WhatsApp, they said. Ah, yeah, uh, WhatsApp uh, University. Bro, literally. <laughs> Imam, but, WhatsApp. But, but yeah, you've just got to educate yourself. And I feel as if that's where, that's where we kind of fall down the most as a society. We kind of hear things. We complain about things. We say we don't know things. But then we don't take the opportunity to actually go out of our way and learn about it. But then do you, you know? not, do you not feel certain people, like you're a natural person, like... I think mentally it's in your nature to seek knowledge right right for some people they don't have that energy to do so so mm-hmm. i agree with you it reaches a mm-hmm. point where you can't just blame your parents of course for how There's you are personal responsibility yeah, we have accountability, accountability. Yeah, be accountable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly but then i guess not everyone's like you so some people will fall into the trap so is there something else that we could i mean i personally feel 
it should start even deeper like it should start in school I think schools don't teach you enough about savings Correct. we're taught maths but we're not taught about quick maths into your bank <laughs> so, Word. Word. so I feel like you know life skills because the reality is if you're coming from an ethnic background unless um, I guess certain Indian descents and Caribbean descents have been here a lot longer mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you're usually first second third generation here so your parents might have your support but they might not have the right knowledge to support you yeah. so it'll be helpful and useful that schools have a system in place where life skills are in, are actually embedded in it so you're not just taught about stuff that you may never use again but you're also taught about things that you can carry on and then you can teach the next generation as well it starts it starts opening your mind like you were lucky enough to be around a set of people who um, had that like-minded yeah. experience to yeah. open up your avenue in your mind but if you're setting if you're going to a certain school where no one's really driven or not everyone's got the, the you're right, never gonna know exactly yeah. so yeah. If, the, if a school's not putting that seed in your mind from now then the reality is if you're already a complacent person it's going to be very hard for you to seek knowledge because it never triggers you to seek knowledge you're just sitting there some people are just dwellers do you know what I mean yeah it's true so it's, it's kind of hard because like your my mum might want to support me I might, I might want to be a doctor my mum wants to support me, but she doesn't know how to even begin to talk about university because she's Got never you. been to university. Got do you know you. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This is just a hypothetical. Um, so it's like, as much as your parents might want to support you, they might not have the right guidance, especially when they've come here fresh. Yeah. They don't know how to They start. might not have the knowledge either. They, they yeah, don't yeah, have yeah, the facilities. Yeah. 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 They might not know about mortgages or true. the mortgages might be very different in their country. Mortgages might not exist in their country. Yeah. Um, so it's like, how do they begin telling you about savings besides like, because my mum, the closest to savings she's ever had, I guess was um, do you know like the community savings <laughs> yeah, yeah I know what you mean yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone so, chips in and yeah, yeah like yeah. it's now in a whatsapp group where it's like <laughs> yeah. 10 20 people strong and everyone puts in like 100 pounds and once a month someone gets that money yeah. that's the closest thing to like a savings look, like that's what look, that's what it's looked like Where mm-hmm. so for me saving was never a natural thing to do because mm. my parents never did it and, and when I was younger I never seek that information do you know yeah. what I mean like I wasn't that kind of person who's constantly going let me grow let me grow like that wisdom's come with time yeah yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think for me, once I wanted to gain a bit of independence, mm. you know, looking at buying my own place or, yeah. you know, getting married a million years ago, um, that's <laughs> when I started to look at, you know, how to save money. Mm. Um, and had There's to been a trigger myself. point. Yeah. So I was in my early to mid 20s when that happened, where right. I was, you know, that was when the interest in, you know, improving my finances yeah, came from came and about, that's when yeah. I started to look into how to save and one of the key things that I learned was budgeting and that's right. something my parents never spoke to me about 100%. so although they'll say save money like yeah okay I can save all my monies but they never spoke to me about budgeting and how I should be allocating my money so I need to be putting a percentage away for savings but yeah. also I want a little bit of fun times mm. nice things I want to go on holiday like how do I budget my stuff out for that yeah. so can I just say um, yeah. sorry sorry oh, okay. I remember when I w- how long ago maybe around four years ago was the first time I saw a spreadsheet for a budget like okay. where someone used a personal spreadsheet yeah. for their day-to-day expenditure I'm like swear I think I set one up about thing. that yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it existed I just you know thought you in your head you're like alright cool I'm going to put £20 aside for this <laughs> £10 out here or oh, I'm just going to freestyle when I need it and then you wonder why you're broke so quick yes. yeah. and, and that's why I think it's like you said it's really important I think 
budgeting like simple basic financing should be yeah. introduced within the school curriculum not yeah. for like primary school children but maybe from year nine year ten onwards so mm-hmm. you know you're pro- you're helping to prepare these young adults as they transition from education to life and, and if yeah. we're teaching about sexuality and all this kind of stuff from a young age surely we can teach them about that kind of stuff yeah. this is this is life experience like yeah. well this is and i think that's and i think that's the danger the fact that people don't learn about these things until they have to Mm, they're forced to until, yeah. until now alright cool you're about to get married or whatever mm. this is what you gotta do now you're like right, like, I didn't yeah. know this it's a whole new world literally it's literally, just, like, literally just slapped in your face like there you go take that deal with it mm. so I feel like it is important man and you know me and my boys always talk about this we always talk about why don't we teach this in school I've got a big conspiracy theory on this I don't even want to get go on hit us, oh, give, us give us a quick summary of it come on <laughs> okay so in a nutshell my conspiracy behind <laughs> why we don't you're silly <laughs> why we don't learn this in schools is because of course not to get too legalistic or technical the government and the banks are linked you know okay. so banks make a lot of their money on um, banks make a lot of their money on interest and putting people in debt you know the money with the bank is also circulated with the government now if you go and teach kids in schools about how not to get into debt and how to manage your money that's less money for the banks because more people and obviously they'll still make money people still be in debt but it'll be less because people are more knowledgeable on it that's just a CK conspiracy HMRC I don't know if you're listening (laughs) please don't try to pin me down tomorrow morning I'm just I'm just saying I'm just saying my own okay like that's but just, you know what I wouldn't find it that's what I think because the same way if you look at like the smoking is, is known for killing but they'll never stop selling alcohol Tobacco. or cigarettes right. because it's cool. a money making machine for exactly. the government for the yeah. whole for, for the world to function it's, it's very much dependent on yeah. those and they'll find more creative ways to make you part ways with your money well, to this get is you it. to quit as well this is it <laughs> the way I look at it is like a lot of things cost us and mm. just living in London alone let's forget about the whole country Wait. listen you can't you step know. outside your house without spending 200 pounds literally I said to my boy <laughs> when I went to PF Challenge in Leicester Square <laughs> it cost me 30 pounds before I arrived because wow. I realised I had to pay congestion and you Les Oh, you understand? Yeah. So I was thinking, raw like, do you now? I ain't even eating yet. I don't like train. <laughs> I don't do this. Covid, Covid, there. Covid. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not a massive fan. No, I, I drove and I thought, raw like, real. it's expensive here, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But once again, it's how you budget. So then the next time when I went to the Ivy in St Paul's, I parked in Hackney. I parked in Hackney. He's smart. And I caught an Uber from Hackney to okay, yeah, St. Yeah, Paul's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we talk about budgeting, it's not so much just about, oh, this is how much I'm going to spend. It's actually sometimes just using Smart. a bit of common sense and discipline mm. because it's not everything we have to spend on. Yes, those things are there, but like you said immediately when I spoke, how about train? Yes, I could have caught train. I live in Norfolk. I could have caught one train straight there on the central line. He's not bad at life. You know, but <laughs> so honestly, too big for the people. We pick and choose. <laughs> you get me? <laughs> but do you guys feel that um, the younger generation, like, uh-huh. I've, I've not, I'm not going to expose how old I am. I'm grownish, isn't it? You're grownish. <laughs> we're grownish. grown-ish. We're a small, small wisdom. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I feel like the younger generation are a lot more exposed to knowledge and it's thrown on, like it's force-fed them on Instagram. So obviously yeah. algorithms are there unless you're like literally double-tapping on women all the time or men uh-huh. all the time. You yeah. are going to see quotes and stuff that's going to trigger or like the podcasts and conversations. Yeah. I feel like people, younger kids or younger adults yeah. are actually... 
at an advantage at the moment because yeah. social they, media's done that. Yeah. Yeah. So even if your parents social aren't knowledgeable, even that. your parents, if they're bummy, let's go even worse than Bruh. that. Yeah. Your parents <laughs> do not care because it happens. There are parents yeah. who, who are completely neglectful. They've had whatever reason, whatever. But it's nice. Like I feel like they have the. They have some head start in their life because they actually have the beauty of social media where basically we can learn from this as opposed to um, no knowledge at all. And I feel like we grew up in a generation where the internet wasn't con- continuously there. Um, and basically, because we didn't have that knowledge and we didn't have that resource, we were kind of... Well, it's, it's your luck, isn't it? Yeah. Whoever you learn from. Whereas the younger generation are constantly surrounded, and they actually build their own team. So you have like like-minded people that kind of gravitate. They follow each other on Instagram. Like yeah. you know, you since you started the finance thing, you've managed to connect with so many network of people yeah, in finances. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Whereas a few years ago, if someone like ten years younger than you was into finance, they wouldn't know where to begin. On whereas on Instagram, they can start following you. Got yeah, you. do you know you. what I mean? The and age they, of finance is definitely changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the way our future generation yeah, and our, yeah. our younger people are approaching things like savings, finances, business that we never had the um, luxury of. But also... But I'm going to put a spanner in the works though. Do you feel like it's even worse for them because they have more social pressures to spend? Yes. Heba, you literally just read my mind. <laughs> I was literally going to say, this is, a, this is like a double-edged sword. Yeah. Because you get the people who are going to follow people like, I don't know, you don't know who I'm, Grant Cardone. Mm-hmm people who speak a lot about finance and savings yeah, yeah, and budgeting yeah, 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 yeah. you know they follow them they learn you know people like Poku Banks they teach you stuff on, on Instagram but then you get the people that see the other side of it for example they see a very nice car they mm. think oh I really like that car they're now exposed to the fact that I can get that car if I pay £700 a month but then the page that is telling you to save your money you're now no longer interested in that because yeah. you're looking at the materialistic thing. So even where there's education and there's knowledge, discipline is always at the front. That's it. If you don't have discipline, all but the education doesn't mean anything. But even when you have you the know? discipline, sometimes social pressures plays a massive role. Yeah. And we know how like social media works. The social dilemma on Netflix documentary, you say one word, your phone's not picked up. Our conversation right now we're having, the minute we open Instagram, yeah. we're going to see some adverts around finance. You know we're going to see some adverts sorry, around... You know what's about that? Go ahead. Do you have a day, yeah? One of my guys, <laughs> Abra posted in his, in his story him up, yeah? just in his story yeah? no, it was in his story <laughs> so it's public it's public, it's, it's public like, is his actually public because like so he posted in his story that he got a gaming chair as a as yeah, a birthday yeah. present Gone, that's it. in his story yeah, yeah, I haven't yeah. searched this by the way yeah, yeah yeah the next advert on my Instagram was for gaming chairs have you watched yeah. The Social Dilemma? I, think I haven't it's seen it. I haven't seen Listen, it. Watch it. I already knew it. So what I did next to my boy the other day... You know how you know scared I was? Yeah, it's real. I said, it's these real. people are watching me. No, honestly, <laughs> watching every me. single conversation I have with someone, I open my phone and that's the advert on Instagram. It's literally it's so intelligent. And like they said, the mics are on. They're listening yeah. all the time. And that's facts. But guys we're coming almost to an end i'm going to play one more tune we're going to get back to more information um feel free to hit us up if you have any questions um or if you have any qu- comments yeah oh seven nine five one four nine seven eight seven eight you're listening to pulse 88 and this is growing up british I stop wasting money <laughs> you my friend are now locked into growing up british Grownish, smartish, British. We are British, apparently. Uh-huh. Guys, the last 15 minutes or less of us, and then we're out the door. Um, but we're back next week. 
Woohoo! Yeah, yeah. All right. So before we tell you guys about next week's show, we got um, some more information to talk about. So uh, CK, some more wisdom, please. Some wisdom. So when it comes to saving, firstly, educate yourself. I know we said that earlier, Mm -hmm. but um, of course, I can sit here and talk about. I can sit here and talk about CK talks money all day, but now we ain't trying to put. We need knowledge. Everyone in the world doesn't follow me. Yeah, you know, I feel as if people need to take it upon themselves to actually save money you know I think we were looking at a stat earlier mm-hmm. where it was talking I think it was what one in ten people don't have any savings one in ten Brits have no savings at all oh this is that's it that's crazy that's this mad and then a third of Brits have less than 600 pounds less in savings 600 pounds in savings so I guess even when we're saying this yeah it's all good looking at the stats but I feel as if it's not just about savings you know I know one of you one of you ladies earlier spoke about budgeting as well Mm yeah learning about budgeting you know and these are things that yes you can take tips from people but you can actually apply to your own lifestyle as well Mm -hmm. learning about investing money how to make your money work for you like all these things are available online yeah you know like but once again it's if you decide that you want to educate yourself where do you recommend that we look for that info online though because there is a lot of misinformation yeah no of course there is the first place I recommend is if you follow a page called CK Talks Money (laughs) you get me like (laughs) you understand like he 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 talks some I don't know him but he talks some real stuff Uh you know now it depends what you're looking for if you're looking for things to do with okay firstly so advice that I'll give if you're trying to budget yeah Mm. for me the biggest someone who says they want to budget the first thing that comes to mind is that you spend your money quite regularly recklessly yep so the first thing that i recommend is using a tool that helps you track what you're spending me personally i'm with monzo so the reason that's helpful for me is because every single time i use my card Mm. i get a notification if you look at the app at the end of the month it also gives you a breakdown of what you've spent and where you've spent it it's very accurate because it's all it, it literally CK sponsored by Monzo. Look, <laughs> say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Bringing it into existence. Bust me, Brandon deal. <laughs> but yeah, like it's literally every time you use your card, mm. it puts it in a group. So at the end of the month, if you want to say, "Oh, raw, like how much did I spend at Tesco this month?" Boom, there it is. Okay. Or how much did I spend on you know a bar or Nando's or whatever? It comes up. Bar you know, so haram. I feel like the first step to the budgeting is knowing what you usually spend mm. and knowing where you can once again discipline yourself and make cuts I think discipline is a vital vital thing because a lot of us are very easy to just be flaky about things Yeah, Yeah, and when you see certain disciplined people they're like oh why are they moving so tight but do you know what they're the smart ones they're the winning ones whole time my boy Andrew you know (laughs) Andrew's been telling us from school days when everyone was in Greg's buying sausage roll I know it's haram so I'm sorry but we're buying (laughs) sausage roll I am veg roll Vegan, vegan, vegan sausage roll. roll. Right, vegan sausage roll. Like, Andrew will be like, nah, man, like, I'm gonna save my money. If you said to Andrew, He's Andrew, smart guy. it will bust smart me a pound. Guy. Like, I need a pound. Andrew will tell you no. Wow. So he wouldn't even go, oh, that's fine, but bring it back as 150. Literally, but Andrew, <laughs> no, this is it. Rank and of, even if, he, if, Andrew. if Andrew gave you, you don't know what a cherry bake well is. Yeah, yeah. If Andrew, or oh, David, oh, I hope David's listening. <laughs> Andrew, yeah. If Andrew gives you anything, you need to return it within a week. Rag- do you know not- what shout out to Andrew man <laughs> shout out Andrew smart man because if not the next time you have something Andrew is taking it by force but what? then again back in the day I would have said he's stingy he's yeah. this he's that 
But Andrew's also the first person that actually got me to reduce my outgoings. He's the Sick. first person that drilled into my mind, bro, having all these outgoings, all this stuff, it's not helpful. Yeah. So even the budget plan I have, it was on the back of a conversation with him. Sick. You know what I mean? That's amazing. So it's stuff like that. And once again, what does that tie into? Discipline. Yeah. Knowing where you're going to spend, knowing where you're wasting money. Yeah. You know? So on a budget in, on a budgeting side, I'd fully recommend that. I think also thinking about your circle of friends, I think being oh, mindful yeah. of who you seek knowledge from because some people are just very wasteful with their money and very mm-hmm. like um reckless with it and they might be richer than you they might not have they might have savings that they don't even mention and they're spending 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 thinking right they're spending i can spend too but not realizing you know they might be poor but you're poor poor yeah. <laughs> like and there's no yourself. shame in saying no to going out and yeah doing exactly there's no peer pressure to it yeah um what i also use personally i use um, an app which fizz i told you about fizz thanks to you i am now saving <laughs> i swear i've not saved in years honestly um, this is such no, a small, that's small positive. App. That's positive. it's an app called chip c-h-i-p and basically it acts it automatically you set the bar to how much money you want to save like on a percentage level and it will literally withdraw money from your account once a week so it will say we're about to take out 25 pounds we're about to take out 65 pounds by 3 p.m and literally once that money's gone at your account it's gone so in my head it's like me buying something Mm -hmm. and i'm too lazy to return it like i'm not gonna put it back in my account and i've actually managed to save i'm so proud of money 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 and it's the thing (laughs) that 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 app is so smart it works on some kind of algorithms i don't know it does it picks up your spending so basically yeah it calculates your spending it watches your pattern and it thinks okay because she spent this little money and she's got this much left in her account i can we can take a little bit more and put it into savings and it'll give you a heads up and then when it takes some money and you open that it sends you a gift yeah <laughs> like what kind of gift like no no a gift that again, g-i-f as <laughs> <laughs> in like a like a whoop, like emoji, well done. Yeah, yeah, emoji. Yeah. to let you know like well done girl you oh, be saving yeah. but this is it once again taking the leap yeah. and that's I know it, that's intentional it's changing behaviour yeah, yeah it's changing behaviour and it's literally saying you know what I'm going to consciously make the decision to say I'm going to start saving money Absolutely. and that's where it begins even if it is £50 a month like it's something it's better than the zero I'll tell you what so I used to do the £50 a month thing so I have three things I do now so £50 a month then I have the work savings account okay so where they withdraw Christmas savings scheme oh right Um, obviously Christmas we don't celebrate but we can still use the money to do the money is money B yeah no Um, but also at the same time I'm now using chip Mm -hmm. so my Mm. issue is when I have it on my savings linked to my Lloyd account I can just transfer it back yeah the minute my bank balance is going low I'm like let me just that back like I did it you just help myself a bit yeah and, and, that's, and that's what's happened so yeah. when I've just been doing this initially hmm. my saving can go from really good to back to zero Words. really quick Words. whereas now I'm just like let me spread it out and let me forget about certain things and if I'm struggling yeah. then I'm struggling I'd Definitely. rather struggle mm. um, on that that's note, one of the big lessons <laughs> <laughs> yep. massively my car is crying for help it's like I beg you service me before I break down I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like shh shh no, talk about see, it. that's that's you know where budgeting is really important. So 100. if you spent the money to service it now, you won't have an emergency later where you're going to spend thousands. Yeah. So we do need to. I think one of the Be key sensible. lessons that I learned is obviously <laughs> bu- budgeting, but also having different saving pots for different things. Most because I did exactly Most the definitely. same thing that I, like Hebs was doing. I would transfer money when I got paid. I transfer money into my savings feeling account. Rich. Feeling rich. <laughs> yeah. It's all linked. It's all on one app. I look at it and then I'm like, oh, I want to buy this coat. I want to buy. It, it's man. always trainers on makeup for me so I was like I want to buy makeup (laughs) let me move a bit over and then before I know it before the month's over I've already spent my savings so splitting it helped me out so much and having little pots here and there 
yeah. really really helped so like Hebs I used to take part in a, a Christmas savings scheme from work okay. and that's where they deduct it straight out of your pay slip for, oh, nice. yeah, and yeah, then into, into a savings account separately and, and they have, give you the money back or? oh yeah, yeah. So at any point oh, you can right. request okay. it cool. and, then they, and then work top it up they put like £50 at the end of the year they give you oh, a bonus for, yeah, for savings um, oh, so nice. obviously having my own instant savings account so for those yeah. days when I feel like dipping I dip in of course but I have an ISA as well I, and I respect people who have ISAs oh, listen you know, I've opened them but yet to fill them I saw you need it I but know. the key is to put small it. amounts in where you're not going to, to feel it. like you yeah. need to you know to withdraw from it so putting 50 to 100 pounds in there it doesn't feel like a massive amount but it's over something, time it makes makes yeah. makes a huge difference 100% I agree with you guys and chip use chip guys yeah. yes so I'll share my code chip. <laughs> 10 pound referral I'm trying Isn't to get that? the referral oh, fee yeah? I mentioned it first I want my referral I'll share my code I'll share my code <laughs> I ain't great about I'll share my code <laughs> but guys again I'm mindful no, of the sick. time we've got two more minutes and we're literally going to be gone for the day um, so we're going to talk about next week's show yes. um, next Next week we're going to talk about two different topics as always we have one hour of one topic then another hour of another topic the first hour is going to be a light conversation about living a double life so um when you're growing up in an ethnic household especially as girls maybe maybe mm-hmm. ck might relate on the sibling point of view um <laughs> double standards about where you're meant like as a woman you're meant to be um acting a certain way there's certain things you can't do so you end up growing up as a teenager living a double life i had a friend called fighting that didn't exist and <laughs> that was my code to any male person i was seeing <laughs> not doing the most <laughs> <laughs> but all life, I want to go somewhere as a group of friends. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go check Fatima. All right, cool, cool, cool. Say hello to Fatima. Um, so basically, we just want to talk about, like, you know, how well does do your family actually know you? Mm-hmm. How much of a double life did you really live? Um, and is there double standards when it comes to girls, girls versus boys? And does it vary from different cultures? Obviously, us from three different cultures, how does that look like in our households? Mm. The second one is kind of touching on the, the free school meals, and yeah. the, the big thing that's been happening in the media at the moment Marcus um, Rashford and yeah shout out to him yeah. he's shout managed to get Rashford so many sponsors real, it's amazing I know it's amazing but it's such a shame that our government is failing us the way that they are absolutely so we're going to be touching on that so talking mm. about the government that we have um, the pros and cons of it like you know do we celebrate what they're doing or do we kind of like deeper on how much are they really benefiting us right. and also comparing them to the US because we're here complaining about a lot of stuff but sometimes we're actually blessed yeah. it's true so it's make true. sure you're tuned in next Sunday 2 to 4pm where you're going to be listening to Grown Up Brit-ish Ish. thank you to everyone Ish, that's Ish, been Ish. listening to us um, we want to thank you guys for your comments feedback shout out to all the silent listeners as well the ones that message us afterwards going oh my god I was listening to yeah, you guys that was amazing real, love, yeah talk love, to love, us during love, the show love. guys but guys I call the phone man <laughs> come on the phone never rings man call it man text Tell it, it. Don't call <laughs> but guys we'll see you guys next week and um, have a blessed week bless up see you soon <laughs>